Welcome to the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Welcome to ITSP Magazine Podcast Radio. You're about to listen to an episode of Through the Tech Vine. So be quiet, pay attention, and get inspired. There is one truth that is not told enough. Technology is not magic, but it can be magical. Technology is human. It is part of who we are, our evolution, our future. Will it be a dystopian or utopian one? Well, that is up to us and nobody else. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. Blue Lava is the first business platform for CISOs to manage their security program. Blue Lava guides security leaders to effectively measure, optimize, and communicate their security program with confidence and ease in one platform. Learn more at bluelava.net. Just like that. And just like that. <laughs> are we are we in, in, in the city too? <laughs> we yeah, we are. It is a show name, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> not not so, one that I'm watching, unfortunately. So we had to yeah, backtrack a little bit. You have to what? We had to backtrack. Okay. We, we started with video. <laughs> then we say, you know what? We love the radio. We got nothing to do. We don't believe that the video killed the radio star. And now here we are. You can see our lovely... We're on the radio. We are on the radio. You see TV on the radio. There you go. Exactly. Yes. It's a fusion. It's a fusion. It's the yeah. future, Marco. TV is the future. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wrote a piece a while back, and it was inspired by the the, the song, right? The, the radio... The radio that was killed by the TV. The and, Buggles. Uh, yeah, The Buggles. Yeah. Great song, by the way. Still one of my favorite. And and then I'm like, you know, it never really died. You know, everything that something new happened is like, oh, that's the end of what it was. And we forget about that. And the truth is that now everything is in, in the internet. You know, there is the radio. There is the podcast, which is the new radio. Although you can web, you can live stream uh, web radio. Sure. And then there is videos, and then there is uh, Audible. So, but people still buy books, people still listen to the radio, and people still watch TV, even if it's on the internet. So, you know what? Nothing dies, and we are resurrected <laughs> in the video format. <laughs> I, I have to say that the book thing I really thought was going to go away because I worked in publishing right when I got out of college. And that was the first like two, three years. That was when I made the transition to IT. I was actually in a, at a publishing company and um, as, a, as an assistant editor. And I know the mechanics of publishing and essentially it, you have to, the amount of cost to produce is higher the, the smaller number of books you have. So if you're doing textbooks, uh, monographs, that are very rare, that it's only a few PhD students may get, or like there would be high-end conference proceedings. Those would be very expensive because you couldn't make many of them. And then as 
as uh, you know, you sold more and more copies, the last unit was kind of cheapest to produce because you had to set up the print run and everything. And once you started going, it, it got sort of cheaper and cheaper every, every one you print. So I was really convinced that when the Kindle came along that we were going to see the end of books. But I think what happened simultaneously was that how we publish books got a lot cheaper so that you can have smaller print runs and not have the same cost that we would have with like, I mean, there was all this drama about like you had to, if it had color in it, you had to run a whole bunch of books at first because the colors weren't right and, and all these things that drove costs up. And I think now it's pretty cheap. So I'm kind of excited that that physical books haven't disappeared because I was really fretful that, that digital books, e-books were going to just make the, the economics not work anymore. You know, talking about technology that was a little bit painful back in the days, you know, the, the printing press. <laughs> I, I wasn't in the book uh, publishing, but I was in the advertising industry. And so oh, yeah, we yeah. used to do, bro yeah. oh my God, like brochures and catalogs, oh, yeah. especially like for fashion industry uh, products. So it had to be good quality. And you just screw up one thing and you're doing yeah. thousands of thousands yeah. of, it's, it's, not not like, a, it's not supposed to be a white edge on that picture. <laughs> exactly. It's not like, oh, okay, let me take it down from the, <laughs> from the Throw website. it all away. <laughs> Yeah. Make a correction. Yeah. It's and, not a new JPEG. Oh, God. I, I have spent many nights yeah. uh, in the, at, the, at, the, at the printing place. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? It's so cool because you can appreciate that, right? That, that's maybe why we have the kind of nostalgia for that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Now we can print on anything, right? I mean, on merchandise. Right, yeah, Sean. Yeah. I see. I see something there in the there video. There is something here, and I'm wondering: is this why shirt. we are on video? Right, that might be why we're on. Let me well, let me give it let me give it its full dues here. Oh, it's Robert a color. <laughs> that. Nice. The other society. Let me let me ask you this: All How right, many print run was that? That's a fabulous question. Well, I'll let. <laughs> Yeah, you probably know. So I'll let Diana guess how many, how many of these I printed up. Well, you could do one, right? That's very doable these days. You can just do one-offs without a huge expense. Uh, but I'm gonna guess that you got fifty because you're thinking a little bit bigger than just you, the only, the only wearer. <laughs> this is a limited edition of one. Just one. All right. Can you, can you imagine the value the of that? The other society shirt on the NFT. Market right. once we <laughs> once we put it there <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. it, it needs to be signed though by you two to yeah. really have the the value. Yes, it will. It As will the be creators signed. of the other, it will society. be signed. I don't know if I'll let Marco wear it or not, but it will be signed. <laughs> I, I don't know that he wants to wear it. Next. I know the Sharon is carrying, but I, I, I'll sign it. I'll sign it. <laughs> Are you the same size? Can you share clothes? <laughs> I think we're pretty much there. Yeah. This, this one's a little okay. tight. It, it was actually a trial run to one, see this, this company offered shirts now. So I'm like, hey. And they gave me a good deal to try one. So I tried it and I figured, let, let's try it with something that uh, we know we're going to do something with and we'll see how it looks. But I and like it. How it, looks. it it's, nice. it's the looks first good. ever demo better version of the <laughs> other society and you know exactly. diana you you know already you're gonna be you're part a citizen of that. you're a citizen 
I'm going to say probably citizen number one, if Sean and I are zero, you're right there. <laughs> you're collectively <laughs> original, original uh, zero. Uh, um, the question is, which one of us is odd and which one is double odd? Zero, like, the, zero. like the roulette table? There's the green and double green, odd, double odd. All of this conversation is, is really connected with the NFTs. So we, we're trying to give every citizen, and we're going to explain a little bit more about the other society really soon. Uh, but everyone that is participating become a, a citizen, and, and every citizen should have a, a number so that there is a, a collective, collectible value to, to be there. I see. So you don't want to reduce us to numbers, but you're saying that when you do no. limited edition runs, like of lithographs and things, got every it. every yeah. citizen is equal in the other society. That's, that's the point. That's the point. We want to make a better society. That's that's the whole thing. We don't <laughs> reduce we're, us. We're, we're making we're making the other one. It's not a dictatorship. <laughs> it's a society that that it has to be better. Than what the one we are in, and we're not talking about creating a government or anything, but it is a society <laughs> that the concept is where technology serves humanity yeah. by design. So we want to talk about all of that, and is a is a cultural society. It's gonna make a. It's gonna have a lot of panels. open to everyone open to everyone open to, to everyone. participate and we, we are elaborating the way people can do that but the beginning is experts like you passionate people that knows about topics that talk about how can we turn technology from the beginning into something that serves society and learn from what we are doing wrong in this society so it's very educational uh, live panel with a lot of really really smart people where Sean and I are just going to be the Yeah, we just yeah. happen to be there. <laughs> we're the one yeah, announcing yeah. people to walk in, you know, like in, in the gala. We're the MCs. Like, exactly. and here is Diana Kelly. Yeah. Ksh, ksh, ksh. Uh, that, that wouldn't be, that, that would be fun, but <laughs> it's more fun when we can share our opinions on what the other society yeah. can yeah. and know. should be, which I have plenty of thoughts we are opinionated. None of my own. There's somebody else's, but they have plenty of thoughts. <laughs> yep. So we're definitely excited about that. Yes. And, uh, and we're going to share way more about that. But that was the, the, boat, the, the first debut. debut appearance of some merchandise that we want to do. And that what we make out of that will be uh, as a donated to nonprofit that works towards the same goal and vision that we have. So... There you go. Advertising done <laughs> with the other society. And uh, I, I suspect people will want to be part of it. So, yes, it's an advertisement for, for the, the stuff we're doing, but for the good. It it's an announcement. It's, it's an announcement of a, of a community and a movement that people can, exactly. can join. Public service announcement. Yep. Right. That's what it is. And, and with that, it's back <laughs> to Monica. Right. Going back to black and white. Black and white. All right. All right. It's not so, full color yet. We were launching something on the 25th, the first episode. Yeah. So, so. And you know what it is? I know what it is. <laughs> Doing a lot of work. <laughs> you you She's done so much work for it. 
it's a it's a smart city topic. So, Ooh, yes. And the co-host. Can, can we be smart living in a smart city? And the co-host is Dr. Jonathan Reichenthal. Yep, somebody that knows a lot about yeah. smart cities. Super cool guests. Yep. Yep. All lined up. So, or not so, guest. Yeah, well, I guess guest. Panelists. Panelists, panelists, experts, people that know more than me. Conversationalists. Yes. Yes. And we have three episodes, and the model Think, is thinker the makers. The, the <laughs> first, the first one is an introduction to the topic. So it's not just for experts; it's for everybody that is curious to know about what a smart city is, because we hear a lot about it, and then uh, the, the the concept is very vague in a way, sometimes political. So we want to break it down in an overview, and then we talk about the technology in the second episode, and then of the society, the societal effect of smart cities and how we can think better smart city that serves the citizens. So that's the model for every every topic. And uh, we're very excited about that. So with that said, very this cool. is the second episode of the year. We can announce yeah. that we will have guests yeah. in the next couple of episodes. So that's really, really cool. And, uh, and yeah, so by the way, those that follow, uh, we've now started to list the upcoming episodes of Through the Tech Vine so you can see who's coming on when and actually add it to your calendar and uh, and get alerted to uh, to join us. We want you to be part of this with us. So, Through the Tech Vine, am I invited? Yeah, <laughs> you're invited, you you're be. on the vine with us. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Very good. I, I uh, and, and it, this is the second episode of the year, and uh, I am. Uh, uh, you're cheating now. Well, it's not. You're starting over. You're one and two. You think you're going to count all the way through when we're at episode six hundred and forty-three? Well, it's episode number thirty-two. Okay, there you go. But oh, for the okay. year, number two for the year. You're going to you're going to track twice. <laughs> I'm impressed. Apparently, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, I have a calculator. <laughs> you could use a spreadsheet to track this too. No, I don't know how to use that. I, okay. I, I just hard. like like marbles. <laughs> I have marbles. I just put it on. Got an abacus. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the word I was okay. thinking that I couldn't come. So yeah, that I just moved the the little the little color and then. <laughs> And then somebody's <laughs> gonna come and shake it. I'm assuming Sean will do that, and uh, and I lose count. I don't know. That's right. Let's drop an extra. That's Sir Sean. That's Sir Sean. He's always the ghost in the machine. That's right. Talking well, about ghost in the machine, my Sean. Virtual version. Any, oh yeah. Okay. Any any anything ghostly to tell us? Like I don't know. Oh, you have a ghost story? No, ghostly. <laughs> just come up with that. <laughs> I, I know. I know you uh, were in the snow, in the cold. It did snow for a bit. Uh, it's been at or just under zero. Feels like windshield temp. So, I'm getting what I asked for. A bit of weather. Well, that's why you're not, not quite delay. in the You said I want the winter, and now that's right. now you got the winter. There you go. And, and, and Diana we were, already has the winter, so. We were in the deep freeze over on, there's a, a, a pond that's salt water because it comes off the ocean though. Um, so it kind of gets some of the runoff. And so it doesn't freeze unless it's really cold. And we were under that giant cold snap. 
that happened this week. And we were going by the pond the other day and there were a bunch of geese just sitting on the top of the ice. And we're like, don't you guys want to go farther south? I don't know, they're Canadian geese. Maybe they're just like, no, nah, we're yeah. south enough. But they were just sitting on the ice. Well, wow. you know, there is disruption in, in, in flights right now. So they, that's they right. May, they may have that could some, be. The, the GAA wasn't working. The Goose yeah. Aviation Authority. Right. <laughs> goose aviation they couldn't authority. get clearance to be down to a southern area, so they're stuck here. <laughs> that, that could be such a Pixar movie right here. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, the geese of the GAA. Yeah, yeah. all the birds. How yeah. do they fly? Who control the flight? Uh, our, our, our friends in Ireland are going to be pissed using GAA to, for something else other than oh. you know, a bit of sport, but... I apologize for that. No. Mea culpa in advance. Yeah, but the, have you ever, we're actually pretty lucky where we live because we're by a, a protected, there's conservation area in the back of our land and we're by a protected marsh. And so a lot of birds come around. We sometimes call our house the reverse bird bird um, cage because you know the birds are the ones out there surrounding us, sometimes looking in at us. And it's incredible just watching that they're, how they coordinate when the whole flock will come down. They'll all come down, hang out in the yard, get whatever yummy food they can find in our yard. And then they just all go off again at once. And it's just this very beautiful synchronization. I don't know how they communicate with each other or if they just watch each other or who, and who decides, is there always one leader that says going down there and we're taking off now or do they switch off? There's an app for that. I think. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely an app to find the birds, right? Also, don't, yeah. for, don't forget the birds are not real. So, they're you know what? That the birds are not real. That's you right. Remember? Oh, yeah. that's right. Birds aren't real. You, yeah. you, you, Previous you episode, yeah. call back there. Yeah. You brought that that's news. Right. That's true. That's, that still blows my mind. But okay. <laughs> I forgot about birds. Aren't real. Yeah. Also, there are all these government drones watching us, apparently, in our yeah. yard, exactly. passing as small birds looking for worms. Yeah, and it's on ice, evidently. Yeah. And the geese on ice. All right. Well, that yeah. was the news from the past, and I think we, we should move on. Um, That's okay. roll. I think we have a hard the stop. News, we have a hard stop. We have uh, you know other stuff to do, I guess. No, I, I would do these all, <laughs> I'm on, all day I'm on long. Three, I'm on three shows today. That's yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a non-show. Fa fantastic. With Alyssa oh, yeah. Miller and uh, the accidental CISO talking standards. Nice. Ah, yeah. Very cool. Mind, mind blowing stuff there. Yeah. Very, very if, cool. if you're a geek and care about standards and security and business, which I am. <laughs> That's <laughs> a good thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to, every, to everyone his own. I, uh... <laughs> Marco's going, nope. <laughs> you won't be joining me. No. Nope. I'm out. No, you weren't on what? it. Once in a while, you weren't I even invited. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I didn't even know about this, which I'm okay. It's like the next one, I've been invited and I said, maybe. And usually when I say maybe, <laughs> it's a known show. So That's right. <laughs> there's already <laughs> enough people on the conversation and uh, it's way too technical, way above my my head. So um, I'll have Sean having fun. But I'm having fun now and I'm very curious to know. I throw all the standards away on those ones, by the way. Yeah. Reset hard, hard, hard reset on the, on the conversation. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's quit messing around. Let's I want to hear uh, what Closet Romaine is. Closet yeah. Romaine. Okay. Yeah. So I got this. It, it, yeah, well, it's a new way to make salad. 
basically. Um, yeah, so I got this actually by reading Trends for Vegans. Uh, and it, it mentioned this as a trend. And I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. I want to read a little bit more about it. And, and uh, it goes back to essentially gardening. And if you guys have ever tried to garden yourself, do you guys do any gardening yourselves? Uh, yeah, I have. I've tried. Not, not extremely successfully. I was successful as a kid. And then last, at the beginning of the pandemic, I bought a ton of seeds. Yeah. And ended up donating them. <laughs> They're the new goal. <laughs> they never got planted. I know. I know. So they were hard to get. I was sad so I never planted them. Why didn't so most likely it's gardening is hard. You need a, a certain amount, you mean a, a pretty good amount of space, like you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred square feet. Even if you've got a container garden, you know, you still need space in the garden. You know, bugs come along rabbits come along we've had some problems trying to grow in our area both because it's it's not the most temperate place to grow new hampshire is very uh, well known for for dairy farms and cows but not so much for uh, and maple syrup <laughs> but you know like growing food here is a little bit challenging because of the weather so if, you know very time farmers will find out home farmers will find out they've gotten a bit cold snap the rabbits got in as cute as they are they do get into the <laughs> and ruin all what you're you're trying to make um so we also haven't done a ton of gardening outdoors and gardening indoors can be really really challenging uh, and we have an extra challenge in our house because we have a cat there for some reason, in addition to being named Katya Bezos. And, uh, you know, so she's she's a, a, an entrepreneurial cat. Um, she she also uh, it, it seems to think that she needs her greens every day for her health. So as we're making salads, we, there's this big block and tackle between Katya and the and the, the leaves and she'll grab a leaf. She will eat it and then she'll vomit it back up. Um, what, what they do there with grass? They actually eat salads and vegetables. They they'll like roll in catnip and stuff, but they don't. Mm. Cats don't eat a lot of of greens. Most of the what gets greenery into to cats out in nature is if there's like little bits of greenery in the mouse that they're eating or the bird that they're eating, and they don't eat their no, own greens. But, yeah. No, no, no. I know they they do it to get rid of their air bowls or whatever it's called, right? But I didn't know they eat like vegetables. They <laughs> don't. <laughs> they don't. They're not supposed to. That's They're why Katya, of carrots. Yeah, brings it back up. So <laughs> your, your cat is weird. That's she's weird. She's she's she's, she's definitely weird. Um, <laughs> awesome, but weird. So. Anyhow, I got really interested by this trend because we've tried to garden before. We've had all these challenges and bringing it inside is also really challenging. But all the benefits of hydroponics that are being used now commercially and some of the speaking of smart cities, some of the repurposing in cities that they're looking at is um, in doing things like garden skyscrapers. I think the Milan has this vertical forest that was created back in 2014, um, you know, where they're just bringing more greenery in and, and hydroponics and trying to to grow on tops of buildings or in some of the, in some downtown areas where offices may have been uh, left vacant because people Companies are now doing a little bit more work from home. Uh, you, know, you can grow inside. It's climate controlled. Hydroponics are very beneficial for the environment because they use significantly less water. 
you can control what you're growing, but it still hasn't been really available to home users as much. But there are co there are companies now that are developing little micro gardens, basically. And so in two or four square feet of space, you can have the equivalent of what a home garden would be in about 1500 square feet of space. And it just takes a very small amount. You can, if you, if you want to build it, if you want to do it completely indoors, you can put it in the closet because, and keep it away from those cats, uh, put it in the closet. You've got the grow lights there. And these are container gardens that are for the indoors that are based on hydroponics and you can grow essentially all the vegetables that you would need for a small family in one of these these gardens indoors. So I got pretty excited that this technology is moving along and making it available to people. We can save money with plastics because you don't have to wrap up I and mean, think about it. Somebody goes into the field, gets the cauliflower, wraps it in plastic, gets on a train, you know, on a truck, it moves. Um, and you can either buy seedlings or you can, uh, your seeds, Sean, if you wanted to do some hydroponic farming, you could have made your own like little seedling pops because they're not going to take root in, in, in dirt. You'd end up getting them to root because that's a hydroponics. They root in the, the water, but you could have done your own, your seedlings. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the challenge for me, the rabbits were a big part and deer were also up on the list. And uh, yeah, Coyote, I had ton, coyotes. Ton, coyotes. I don't know how much they would eat them. <laughs> the stuff, man, they're, they're probably eating the rabbits, eating the <laughs> yes, eating yeah, the <laughs> it was a chain, there's a nice chain going <laughs> circle of life, <laughs> yeah. But the, the other thing was the, the whole area is septic systems, neighbors. Not that there were many neighbors, but that was bigger concern oh. for me. So, the, the quality of what was going to be produced. <laughs> was always a question. So I thought, well, I now have to, and the neighbor down below who I gave all the seeds to, he actually built a bunch of raised uh, yeah. and yeah. closed them and, and uh, irrigated them. And so he was able to build the, the thing I wanted to build, but I never got around to doing. But yeah, the, the quality, and I mean, we talked about this before, right? If you can actually create what you want closest to you, as close to you as possible, that's way better in, in many sense, yeah. many cases, right? So much well, better than growing yeah. some carrots in the closet. Yeah, that was right. my favorite thing to do as a kid, picking, picking the carrots out of the ground, knocking it off on the, on the leg and taking a big chunk out. Right so the field. from what I've read, and I don't know, I have, I'm not by no means an expert in this, but from what I've read that the root vegetables are still a bit of a challenge hydroponically and that for home home hydroponic gardens it's still that's not so it's potatoes fruit, and fruit types things that are fruit types the leaves yeah, yeah that those are the big so okay yeah cauliflower and broccoli and and zucchini you can grow all inside which is pretty because they're they're low but they right. um, low to the ground but yeah the underground i think that those ones are still i don't know if you can do the roots hydroponic i think commercially that they figured out some way to but and is it just yeah. hydroponics or is there, is there some other term or what, what, what would you find it under in, in the Gartner <laughs> list? Of it, it, it's, yeah, it's hydroponics, but it's, okay. uh, it's home, home hydroponics is for home use because the systems have to be right, commercial. You 
build them in a very different way. So it's a difference between something that's for enterprise or commercial. If it's software, they, they've designed it to be very small and to be the, the system that we're actually looking, cause I got so excited. I'm like, I, I think I want to try this. Um, the system we're looking at says that it's only supposed to be 15 or 20 minutes of maintenance every week. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Cause you know, if you've ever had lettuce bolt and, um, something just kind of go wrong it, it, 15 minutes seems like a week seems really um like uh, hopeful <laughs> you know aspirational but we'll, we'll see we're just really kind of hopeful we could have fresh cilantro because we buy it. we are not the people that it tastes like soap for us and we use use it every week and it goes bad so quickly yeah and, and the difference when you try to do it in a in a regular pot in plant uh, plants it's it's the fact that it's hard to maintain it like i i yeah. try my basil and parsley all the time and then one day decide like you know what too much sun too much this too much that and they die so exactly. to do it in a controlled environment and and yeah. i love what you said at the beginning i mean i i grew up with my grandfather that was pretty much when he was a kid he was a farmer and you know he grew up in the countryside so he knew so many things and we joke with my mom still when we remind him because he used all these proverbs and way to say from you know back in the days and he used to say that the farmers they wear it, it rhymes in italian but in, in, the point is they wear big heavy shoes like workers but they have a very sharp brain because there is so much that you need to do and to know yeah. when you're a farmer. I mean, the season, the way you treat the, 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 the whole environment where this, to know how to move plants from one place to another. Say it in Italian. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was going to say, say it in Italian. It's, uh, it's contadino, which is farmer. Um, scarpe grosse, big shoes. A cervello fino and in a, in a bright uh, mind, a bright brain. Ah, so it kind of rhymes. Contadino, scarpe grosse, cervello fino. It's very Tuscan. Right. So sounds good. <laughs> but but it's true, you know. It's so true. I I ask always my mom. I'm like, what do I do with this parsley? It's not doing good. And she's like, yeah, you should water it like, but only at night in the evening instead of during the day and half an hour of. I'm like, shit, I got no time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember all that. Yeah. I have to, I have to learn the other issue. technology. <laughs> so if you can make it easy. Well, that's the other issue. Not, not that it was a uh, challenge in the last two years, but traveling. If one is away for weeks or yes. even months, um, what happens to, <laughs> to the farm? True. Inside yeah. or outside? I mean. True. So I, I have a question uh, about that. Can is everything that normally grow as far as vegetables in the ground, can it turn into hydrophonic cultivation? Or is there's only a few kind of vegetables that you can actually cultivate? No, I, I think that they're all, um, they're pretty much all on the table right now, except for the root vegetables. And some of them also mm. sell that you can also grow flowers, mm. which I'm kind of, of looking forward to, too, to be able, because I remember when we, not the current farm that we're a part of, but a previous farm in, in another part of the state where we used to live, 
that they used to have this field of wildflowers that you could go and and pick when you went and got your vegetables every week. So I kind of miss that. And it's those same flowers are actually seem to be what people are growing in these home mm. hydroponics. So I'm kind of. Well, that, that, I feel like that's, that's what it could help. Even people that maybe don't have the money to, to, yeah. to do that. But if you could do that as there are communal community garden, and you right. can do the community garden, but as a greenhouse with hydrophonic, and then everybody could contribute to that. I, I go back to, it's kind of like we were talking about the greed and the solar, the, you know, do we need to build this huge, you know, plants that create electricity or can we just do it at a local level, right? Yeah. Like like they're doing in Africa right now, and, you know, to, to, to actually bring electricity to small cities just with smaller solar greed, right? So the same thing here, I mean, that why do we need to depend by, by the big farmer, mm-hmm. and then we need to buy it, and and we could we can make our farm. phones small, but we can't make the farm small. <laughs> so that's what we're trying to do is make the yeah. yeah make the farm. I mean, two square feet. That's I saw a video of a woman who, when she was designing her house, she got this little corner in her living room, which sadly we wouldn't be able to do because Katya. But um, yeah, and it's just it looks just it's just beautiful. She was doing this video, and there's. Just, wonderful this like basically wall of of plants but it's not just plants helping the air it's plants that she's gonna harvest and eat too i think it's a great form of meditation too you know like it's doing the gardening or doing your own vegetables it keeps your mind busy and and uh and it makes your body healthy too so very very cool yeah yeah we're going back you see that we're going back to having our own garden. Raise our own right. food. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think I that's it. the idea. I love it. Well, Marco, you, you just gave two thumbs up to that. You didn't see a downside. You gave two okay. thumbs up to that. No, you, I see you your gave, name. Fingler. You give, <laughs> you give a thumbs up to that story. Fingler. You're, you're, you're excited about it. Yeah. I gave it a like. I wonder if anybody has Another a thumbs, like. thumbs down listening. Well, I suppose maybe it, it could it impact farming in the U.S., which is already mm-hmm. having a lot well, of different an industry challenges. That might, so might not like it, yeah, possibly. Yeah, for me, things. for me, it's not a question of thumbs up or thumbs down. It's a question of how many finglers. How many? How many thumbs do you have? <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> that's not the question. It's how many thumbs do you have? And uh, given this story, I'm not sure that the all thumbs uh, idiom is what we're going to be aiming for with this technology. So there's a guy, Danny Clody, I'm probably messing up his name, from New Zealand. And he wants to give everybody an extra thumb. A, th- a third thumb. Or a second thumb on each hand. Well, okay, he, he didn't. This I was going to say, where is this thumb? <laughs> Is so in this, this thumb on your head, so you this thumb <laughs> is placed next to on the outside of the hand next to the pinky. See, it's a good time. It's oh. a good thing we have having the video today, even if then is going to be turned. Okay, to the so it, it's yeah. like watch this video on YouTube. So you have a video. thumb like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> right, Live long and prosper. Exactly. 
so why let's get to the point let's say what it's not first he the, the technology is not to not designed to replace any digits it's designed to augment the digits we have so is it robotic uh, is robotic and ah. he wants he wants to turn the hand into a tool <laughs> And uh, I'll get to some of the, some of the things they show in this video, but I think it is a tool, <laughs> right? I don't know, but it, it's a it involves some technology as well beyond the the uh, actual thumb itself because the thumb is three D printed. I don't know where they get the model from if it's your own model or how they do it, but it's is the, the fonts. If I'm gonna have a thumb, it's gonna be the font. <laughs> 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 yeah, I want it. I want a model on the fonts. That's nice. the most famous thumb of all. You know, only Henry Winkler's thumb will do for Marco. Henry, please. Perfect. <laughs> well, we we we're, we're only a few uh, degrees away from him. I know. I know somebody who knows him. So we're invited. But, uh, yeah, maybe we will. I maybe mean, the font. You're kidding me. <laughs> so it, it's three parts, two joints, and is it so it's on the outside. It, it's where it gets a little <laughs> odd, odd, and not that it's not odd in general, but where it gets a little odd is it's motorized <laughs> via Bluetooth signals <laughs> generated from sensors in your shoes. <laughs> Why are they in our shoes? <laughs> So your feet I guess are after I, I, I feel like I want it on hands, my phone. More. I guess if you're using your hands, you can't really use your hands to also send this. Thing. I don't know. Maybe it's, unless it's motion oriented. Oh. So I guess it's. But when you when you look so at the you video, will mimic the, that's, your, your that's thumb? what looks really strange. You can make it function like your thumb in terms of bending and and uh, using it to grip things. Um, but what seems odd is it functions independent of the rest of the hand. So when you when you move your thumb or one of your other fingers, the other digits kind of, even if they don't move dramatically, noticeably uh, move, they, they certainly move. The tendons kind of interact yeah. with each other, right, and the muscles, whatever. Uh, this doesn't have that. So, so the hand's completely <laughs> steady, and you have this thing <laughs> like this, kind of moving around. And... I don't know. So now you have to think about moving your feet in concert with your hand to get this digit to move. So what's it doing for me? Like, what can I do with so, an extra thumb that I wouldn't? So Mark will appreciate this. You, you can be a badass guitar player with an extra thumb. Oh, what? I don't know if that's okay. true. Said who? <laughs> maybe maybe uh, Slash already has this. I don't know. On the left, on the, on the left, you're not gonna use the thumb on on the string. You're holding the neck. So on that's the where one, it, that's the, you're gonna pick with six. You're gonna pick with no. He's actually this video shows. I don't know if it was a man or a woman doing it, but uh, it shows the neck hand <laughs> with the extra thumb. Because for the, like getting on the fret, yeah, right? Isn't that sometimes a, you have to have really long reach? Yeah, I, I don't really see that one. Why? Why an extra thumb instead of an extra pinky, for example? Or, in, I mean, I can tell, I can see, like, you know, th that's what made us build stuff, right? The fact that we have... We can grip with the thumb. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Cool. Yeah. So, I think that's, that's the reason. So, 
they show playing cards where you can actually hold the cards on <laughs> in one hand instead of uh, it better cost one dollar this shit. I feel like it'd be easier to re like reimagine cards. Cracking eggs with extra. one hand. You you better give me a good reason to, to do something like that. Now here here's where I lost it. They showed somebody petting a cactus with the thumb. Because clearly you wouldn't want to pet your cactus with your your uh, Wait, petting one? A, a cactus. A cactus. I was like a cat. Not a cat. No. A cat. Oh, yeah, because that's my dream. I mean, I swear every day I wake up, I'm like, damn it, I wish I could pet my cat. <laughs> Yeah, I or, or you know, petting rose rose bushes is another one <laughs> because like or, they're just so spiny, right? but with this thumb. Yeah, you, have a, you have the the 3D printer. You know another thing I like to do? Petting a candle. But like, do the, you have the candle, the flame. Mm -hmm. I wanna I wanna pet the flame. If you have <laughs> sensation in it, like I mean I could pet a cactus with like a can of sorry, right. but I don't have any sensation. But if you have sensation then does it feel it doesn't feel pain, but it can feel I don't think it has any the joy of petting something. You know, let, let's let's bring it to maybe something. so you can knock the thorns off and not hurt your own thumb. You know, okay. well, if, if you take it for its I purest purest yeah. goal, which is oh, turn your hand into a tool. You can now grab roses. <laughs> I don't know, you still have one finger that's gonna get jammed by the I feel like going Johnny Depp on this would be mm. a better tool, you know, like an actual <laughs> scissor on your yeah. hand. Yeah. 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 So let, let, let's yeah, I don't mean to make pun, folk pun, poke. But, but, but what's, the, what's at this? the point of this? Because <laughs> None for me. Apart, apart from what you can do, it's why, right? I mean, sure no. you can, but just because you can doesn't mean you should. So well, I'm thinking unless like if it, you're so unless good, it leads somebody else to think of something beyond what this is, maybe it's a first step. Why, why not an extra arm yeah. it, or a, 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 a Zivo bubblehead from mm -hmm. you know two heads? Three would heads. it? It could it advance technology for people who have lost digits. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt of okay if we're not r quite ready for we, we kind of laughed about the fact that you control it with sensors in the shoes if we're not quite ready to control it with our minds because that technology isn't there yet maybe the Bluetooth foot-based sensor is something that might work and there might be applications for that I don't know what but and. Yeah, so I don't. No, but the the, the reason why I asked that, sorry, it's this. Uh, there is already the technology for people that lost limbs and 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 arms and fingers that they they can they can control it with their mind. I mean, I don't know how expensive it is, but it's it's there. I mean, you can do it. I've I've seen I've seen application of it. So unless this is this sounds to me less medical and more of a utility i mean i mean i'm trying to figure yeah. out what's the gimmick what's the selling point is this really cheap but there is really a use for it because i just can't yeah i, I have the, it's the use case that i'm still 
Yeah. Although, you know, the way it is, right, once we've developed it, maybe the use cases come after, yeah. um, I, you know, we'll start to, oh, now that we have this extra thumb at the end, like we have a thumb on each side of the hand, maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I and go Martin's back. not buying yeah. it. <laughs> no, no, because yeah. I go back to one of the reasons why I think a lot about technology and what technology is developed and, and why. And not just because it's a commercial value or a gimmick or something like that. I'm like, let's just do it because it really solves a problem, right? Let, because make things yeah. better. I mean, that that's the way I'm thinking. I I don't want to offend this person. It's probably brilliant. Yeah, no, no, I don't mean to poke fun of it either. No, but, no, no. Her, uh, but the, yeah, I, I think for me, I mean, looking at it in, in the purest form, uh, I think it's cool to dream and and think and create and kind of see maybe this is a project of passion to understand how Bluetooth works and how robotics work and to get mm -hmm. something with with three D printing and and this was a I don't know financially or operationally feasible project for uh, someone to to start with. So I don't, it doesn't say that it's a commercially available product. So I don't, I don't know that that was the ultimate goal, but. Well, and it is true that because we have opposable, an opposable digit thumbs, right? The opposable digit that we are able to do things that a lot of other creatures aren't able to do. Although, I mean, like raccoons and stuff have basically opposable little. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a cat before Katya, Dimitri, he had the extra thumb and he would actually pick things up <laughs> with his his extra his extra what? digit but where do you find this cat <laughs> <laughs> what, chemi what chemicals are you using on the farm <laughs> they find us. Are eating. Um, <laughs> you have vlad which is a vampire <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> wow. um but i'm wondering if maybe if we had an opposable digit on both sides of our hands maybe we would develop we you know glasses are great because it's perfect for the opposable one opposable digit. I don't know. Maybe there's a whole bunch of stuff we haven't thought about that, you know, pens, right? It's all, everything's designed because of the one opposable digit. I don't know. Maybe with two. Make, make it really, cool. make it really long and it, and you can scratch your own back. There you go. Yeah. Like almost like, and then we're getting into like elephant trunk land where yeah. they can like do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, or maybe it could expand so that when you like tap your toe, it gets your extra thumb gets really long, so you can scratch your back. But then, yeah. <laughs> Marcus yeah, so just I, not. I, he's, I don't know he's, the inspiration. No. specifically for this, and who knows what might come after this because of it. I'm not sold. Singler. All yeah. right, yeah. So, so we got one thumbs up from Marco, but we got one. I, I think no, it's I, thumbs we got, sideways or thumbs no, we down. Got, we, we got one finger up from Marco. No, no. We have three fingers yeah, to vote the, with. Three thumbs. One. So uh, let, let, let me <laughs> let me use this remaining seven minutes or Birds less. Right. To All right, go for it. Something connected with the thumb, I guess. Um, you remember when you used to like pick something and then putting on something that it's rotating made very, of vinyl very carefully very carefully i was very a carefully. dj man exactly uh -huh. so my news is that apparently this ear 
2021. For the first time since 1991, the, the annual sales of vinyl records surpassed mm -hmm. those of compact disc. My, oh, yeah. my first question when I saw these, it was like, wait a minute, we're still selling compact discs? CDs? I know, that's exactly <laughs> yes, I, my thought. Like I don't <laughs> even know when. It, but but it's it's an important thing. It's apparently, yes, the answer is yes. So there is this vinyl. It's much more sustainable, Marco, the vinyl. Well, I'm sure it is. Also, <laughs> much cooler, if you ask me. I mean, I, I think mine. But I was joking about the sustainability, <laughs> big, the big plastic disc that cracks not... and shatters easy, easily. Uh, if you break it, I guess. <laughs> but... but you have to bend it just right in it. But the, the small CD, you can break it too. I know. But it's I'm cool. Not, I'm just messing with you. Keep I going. It's Sorry. cool to to hold it. It's cool. I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a fan of it. Um, but but what is interesting is that with these uh, resurgence of of vinyl, it's been going for a while. I mean, as you know, you know, I think we talked about this before, but in the past years, been going up. And apparently, one of the reason is that a lot of artists they decided being artists i'm talking about one of your favorite diana tyler swift and uh and adele and you know and harry style all those Olivia Rodrigo, yeah and and billy eilish i know we we were looking at the store the other day and on these all these new exactly and so albums were out and this is great for a lot of things one is kind of, vinyl is cool <laughs> period, in my opinion. I grew up with it. The second thing is that they actually gave back a lot of income to the artist because when you're looking at download, I, I was looking at the number here on this mm. article on Quartz where it says that out of a download, an artist makes something like uh, 0. 0.0035 dollar so wow yeah, i can't remember where i out where of a I download it. i can't remember the artist because that's my memory but the the song happy yeah I forget how many millions or billions of downloads and and evidently only made a few thousand bucks from it because i'm happy you know that song wait F pharrell right yeah pharrell, yeah exactly pharrell yeah and, and so, so he I must have made money selling it to despicable me though for the soundtrack I'm sure it may so there may be he writes, but I think the downloads specifically what Mark was talking about, it's like very little is wow. made from it. Yeah. That's amazing. Now that I song's everywhere. I yeah. don't know, but I feel like this is the equivalent of and you probably know this, Diana, like but when you play music on the radio or your song is played on the radio, you have to pay a royalty for it, right? Right. But I I don't know what the number is, but I, I think it's pretty close to very little anyway. Yeah. So, you know, it's great for your promotion. Oh, it's played on the radio. Now come and see my concert, which is really where I make the money. Now go buy exactly. my album. But when there is no album to be, to be bought and it's just digital listen, you know, on all these Spotify, Apple Music and Amazon Music where you, we don't own anything right? But we do listen and the, the artist doesn't get anything, but we can go back and listen it again. So in a way, you're kind of paying 
you're making them money every time you play instead of just buying the, the vinyl once. So the, and I, I think actually back to to my girl Tay, um, I think Taylor Swift actually is the reason that the artists are getting paid for streaming because she pulled, I think I might have been off of iTunes. I think she said, you can't have my music to stream unless yeah, I, you pay artists and all artists. It can't just be for me. It needs to be for everybody. Well, if you, if you remember the Napster time, uh, Metallica made a pretty big stink about pirate. Downloading. Well, and that that's piracy. Yeah. And Napster and now we're, of course we're running up, but yeah, the piracy thing is, is different because that was an attempt to circumvent any ability for anyone to, to mm. counter make money off of the, the yeah. playing. Whereas yeah. with the streaming services, they know what they're playing. They were just keeping money from the artists. Yeah. 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 They were, they're monetizing it. We're not paying the artists. Back. But I want to, I want to wrap with this because I know Shauna has to run. So um, the artist, and this is interesting. So the top selling vinyl albums in 2021, number one, Adele. Number two, Olivia Rodrigo, you mentioned. Number three, Taylor Swift. Number four, Harry Styles. Number five, Billie Eilish. Number six, Taylor Swift again, so she goes in twice. Number seven, <laughs> Prince and the Revolution, Purple Rain soundtrack. Ooh. And that's... You know, what's funny is it's because of his masters, right? That's why he changed his name to a symbol because he was saying it was it was unfair. So, yeah, he's um, well, I hope he's he's up there you know, hearing yep. about his success, ongoing success. Right after him, number eight, the Beatles, Abbey Road. Great album. Not a huge fan of yeah. Beatles, but them. That's a good album. And then Tyler Swift again. <laughs> so Tyler Swift is there. <laughs> Three times. It's folklore evermore. I don't know what the last one is, bro. And with, and with this news, we got to let uh, right. Sean go to do a great panel on cybersecurity. Exactly. And okay. we'll talk to you guys. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Bye. And there'll be. See you next week. And there'll be guests. So let's go. Bye bye. Blue Lava is the first business platform for CISOs to manage their security program. Blue Lava guides security leaders to effectively measure, optimize, and communicate their security program with confidence and ease in one platform. Learn more at bluelava.net. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Through the Tech Vine podcast. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share ITSPmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Thank you.